If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, I'm Max Hoberman from Certain Affinity, and when I'm not making awesome multiplayer games, I'm listening to IGN's Podcast Unlocked. Podcast Unlocked. Howdy, partners. What? It's Podcast Unlocked. I was trying to kind of keep you on your toes. Yeah, I didn't see that coming at all. Hi, (laughs) y'all. Howdy, y'all. It's Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast, episode 210. September's here. No. It's going to work out one of these days. I don't think that's how that works. I think you're going to have to wait two more more episodes for that. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. To my left, Mitch Dyer. Howdy, howdy. Welcome back from PAX. Hey, hi. Nope. Good, good, good day. That's that's not where quite you, right either. Where are you from again? Alberta, Which, Alberta, Canada. Don't don't they have cowboys there? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, big time. So you should home know. the Calgary Stampede. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Elena Yee, hi. Hi. Complete tangent. Uh-huh. Just going to turn my attention immediately away from Mitch. Like you do. That's what happens. It's okay. I'm here to be a distraction. How are you? All right. Get gearing up for more uh, fun times with Apple uh, announcing yet another iPhone. Oh, yeah, that's happening soon, right? It's happening Next soon. Next week. Oof. Next week. In the meantime, we're going to talk about some Xbox hardware. That's exciting. Yeah. We'll get to that later in the show. In the meantime, Mitch, regale yes, us with PAX stories. Uh, I played, I'm trying to think, I think I played literally zero Xbox games. <laughs> I didn't set foot in the Microsoft booth. I didn't play a ton of games. I played a ton on the Vive VR headset again. Oh, uh, yeah. Elena and I saw that at GDC. That's the one I still haven't tried. I've tried Morpheus it's and Oculus. Have, so good. Have they shown any more Portal-related stuff? No, but I did do it again. I did do the Portal demo again. Oh, yeah? Because basically, like, they had a, vi- a Valve set up, like, a Valve suite to go check it out. Yeah. And it's like, hey, uh, so you've done this a couple times. Like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, show me the two new games. Let me do the painting thing again because that was really cool. And then let me do uh, – I want to do the Dota thing and I want to do the Portal thing. And both of them were great. Uh, I, <laughs> Marty went and did that too. Marty did the Dota demo and walked out and he's like, that's the best thing I've ever done in VR. A Dota thing. Wow. So good. There you go. Five is awesome. Well, Marty is just taking some comp days because he's been on the road for about two weeks straight yeah. working every single day. So he'll be back on the show next week. Uh, but he played – 
Homefront the Revolution, yes. which he's got a preview up on IGN. I did not know that that was going to be playable at PAX. I didn't either. Highly encourage everybody to go read Marty's preview on that. And Marty also played a new chunk of Rise of the Tomb Raider. So nice. very much encourage everyone to go check that out as well. I played another game that was at PAX. I got to, I got to play it here. Oh, yeah. And that was uh, Minecraft Story Mode, oh, which, yeah. you know, there's it's just a little slice. It's not enough to know if I'm going to actually care about the story, but yeah. the performances, Pat, not led by Pat Oswalt, of course, super engaging. Or Cat like, Tabor, I found out. Yes, the, if you play the female, as the female Jesse, which is female awesome because Cat Tabor is great. She's Padme yes. in the Clone Wars. Totally. So, uh, plenty of good stuff happening on IGN. We actually st- structured that Minecraft preview a little differently. We, Jared Petty, the Reverend, who's a <laughs> Minecraft yep. veteran. He wrote his experience as a Minecraft, like, what is, how is this Minecraft adventure game yes. from Telltale as a Minecraft fan? And I came at it from the other side of, well, I'm a Telltale fan, but not a Minecraft fan. What did I think of it? So take a look on IGN if you get a chance. Uh, the Dookie is here. Well, Indeed. Mitch, you've got a chance to pad your lead yeah, over, everyone's over out. both Marty so and... So good. They're, they're applauding everyone's the Dookie high. outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> random applause outside the office. But yeah, no Marty and no Destin. Again, just the way I like. So it. you've got a chance to pad your lead. Now the winner, just for having their question chosen this week, you're in line for this. Yes. At the end of the year, but for this week, oh, you're gonna do like an actual reveal. What? I'm not gonna take it out because I already no, made a video about that, and these things are annoying to pack up nicely. Yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> but uh, in here is not just a regular Xbox; it is a custom Gears of War uh, painted nice. console. Super nice controllers, even done up in a matching color as well. So the winner of that, we'll have that later on in the show. You're going you're gonna to take this. or you're, It's going to arrive at your doorstep. Is this the most expensive prize we've ever, ever had? By a, a mile. Yeah, I don't think it's even close. Excellent, excellent. So stay tuned later in the show for the Unlock Block trivia section, and we'll give that away. And for Very now, exciting. We'll be right back, talk a little Xbox hardware right after this. <laughs> All right, news time. Yeah. Pardon my sore throat this week. I think uh, oh. College Duke's going to have to take a break. Voice is gone. I'm sure today. half the audience is devastated, and the other half is like, oh my God, thank you. They are. That was, that was sort of the reaction. As, I knew it was funny the first time because we just happened upon it. Yeah. And it was a totally organic thing. And then. You know, then when we tried to work it into last week with just you and I, I, I could tell it's like it's not the same. <laughs> it's like the burrito. Yeah, I just, yeah you never much. know when it'll be back. Or uh, the screwdriver it, thing, yeah, or whatever. Drilly the drill. Drilly you go way drill. back, way back in show history. Great. It's just these things that happen on I their just, own. I just need to know: Are either of you carrying the Pax Pox? No, I wasn't at Pax. I know, but you sit near people. Who I was out yesterday because I, was, I wasn't like sick. But I woke up and was just like, I cannot Actually, move. Nobody I, need to I home. nobody I sat near was at PAX. Really? Nobody well, in my. Barb. He doesn't face me. That's true. His I'm not in his oxygen. You're back to back. He's not He's, breathing on you. Yeah, that's not, not happening. Sneezing on you. All right. Uh, let's talk a little Xbox hardware. Remember the Xbox 360 Elite? I do. I have one. The me too. Black. Yep. Had an H- it was the first system to have, first Xbox to have an HDMI port. Mm-hmm. And it Whoa, had, really? Remember that? I didn't know. That was did... the first motherboard revision. Oh, because it had the this... Zephyr. The yeah. Zephyr motherboard yeah, revision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was where you could first get HDMI on an Xbox 360. And it was the, at the time, the biggest hard drive. 120, right? I believe that's yeah. correct. That's yeah. what I was thinking, and I'm glad you said it. 
Yeah, uh, the 120 hard drive. <laughs> so the Xbox Elite is back for Xbox One. Elena, tell us about it. Okay, so it's super fancy. Um, has a hybrid. It's super fancy, says well, IGN.com. <laughs> that's quotable. Put that yeah, on the box. Exactly. Um, comes with a hybrid hard drive, so that's uh, the kind of hard drive that has an SSD like partition, right. for lack of a better way of putting it. Huh. Um, and that's cool. You know, also a standard mechanical drive. And so does yeah. it boot faster? So the way it's supposed to work is that anything, any data that gets accessed frequently will get copied over to the oh, SSD. Wow. Part of Does it the just drive? learn? It's like, oh, you're playing yeah, a lot of Battlefield. Yeah, I'm just going to launch that. Learn it. But we don't know how big the SSD partition is. Right. We don't know the specs of the actual hard drive yet, but they're saying... No, kind of it's, it's a one terabyte, it's a one, well, overall. I mean, overall, yes, it's one terabyte, but we don't know but what But they're the, not, like, broadcasting what the partition is? Yeah, like, the specs why? of the hard drive itself. Why? Well, I mean... It's well, probably they, really small, is why. Well, they didn't also give that much detail about the internal hard drive, mm. so, like, we don't know who manufactured it. This sounds like a leak, not an announcement. No, no, it was <laughs> it's announced. Just no Xbox information. Why. Well, no, it was, it was... It's just... It's so technical that, yeah, you know, course. it's not really... The granularity isn't super interesting absolutely. for the public. So, it's on Xbox Wire, and they were saying that it's one terabyte, you know, hybrid hard drive. It's supposed to load things up to 20% faster. Um, load, from load from, up from energy saving mode, right? So yeah, out of booting up, right? So if you turn your machine on and you hop into a game, it's supposed to be up to twenty percent faster. Okay, so that's pretty good. Yeah, and then this system also comes with an elite controller. Yeah, the hundred fifty dollar oh. thing mm-hmm. with the removable trigger or removable thumbsticks and the back oh, customizable it back. It is a uh, massive bummer. This doesn't come with a regular controller. Like I, because well, the elite... just all you have to do is take if you just take the little. Because everything's hold on, held on, it's all magnetized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you don't want the those the back butt, the yeah. you know rear uh, handle button things, yeah. just take them off. Yeah, I guess the rest of the controller is the same, right? Well, uh, with an upgraded D pad, cool it's D-pad, got that yeah. cool disc D pad. Yeah, yeah. So okay. all of that in a bundle for five hundred dollars. I actually think this is a really good deal. Yeah, that when controller I, when I is look at it so because expensive. it's a hundred. It's a hundred fifty dollar <laughs> yeah. controller, and. Even though, see, I think what we need to be clear about is this isn't likely to speed up games perf- games loading right, like times your at all. Load times, your frame rates, they're all going to be the same. Um, so frame rates and that sort of thing is going to be pretty much pretty similar across the board. It well, is frame possible. rates are governed by the yeah. GPU and the, well, it's n- all, nothing it's to do with the It's governed by how the game has been actually programmed, right? right. Like how, how optimized it is. Um, but in terms of loading things, it, you'll probably see some differences just from... So when we did some tests in the office for um, PlayStation 4 hard drives... Yes, you know, it's that of, one you can swap out the Yeah, internal. exactly. So you can, you, you know, we, we compared a hybrid drive to an SSD to a standard, you know, mechanical drive. You, you can see some improvements, but they're pretty minor. And yeah. then there's that, you know, really great article by Digital Foundry that they put out last October yes. that went super in-depth into this. And if you look at the numbers, I mean, some of the, it's like, for load times of games, it's anywhere from like 14 seconds faster to less than a second. So, <laughs> I mean, it depends. So, so it's partially, a lot of it has to do just with how the game has been programmed. Like right. what's actually, the, the code that's on that disc or that digital download you have. So some of it you can't really control. Some games you won't see really any difference. So I would say that if you don't have a system already, 
and you've been thinking of upgrading from like a 360, um, this and you want that fancy controller. This is a great bundle, as you mm-hmm. said, in terms of cost, because you you know yeah. you might see at least some like minor like super minor improvement, <laughs> but I don't think you're missing out if you're already an Xbox One owner. I agree I with agree. that, but yeah, I also agree that if you're if you haven't bought an Xbox One yet, this is the one to buy. If you know, again, five hundred is still a lot, and because there are three hundred fifty dollar like they're going to be killer holiday bundles out yeah. there. There's that Forza bundle we were talking about a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I was just going to joke. How long until this just comes with Forza Six <laughs> for free? Yeah, because it's uh, that's Forza the Forza Six bundle that's a one terabyte and it's four hundred bucks. That that's a good value. Pretty but good. yeah, I think this is the way to go. Just because any speed advantage you can get is always better and even though even if this doesn't really affect games it is going to affect the operating system and just make the os a little zippier yeah, well, because you, that's on the ssd and partition. you know that every update from here on out is going to be optimized for this machine maybe because i mean going forward like this is probably the start of a new trend right like this is probably the new base model and going forward you think every so? every model will probably have that hard drive these upgrades because you think they can't, so? Yeah, I don't I just, know, because this, the hard drive, yeah. the cost on the hard drive, I think this is this is going to be a premium skew. It, okay. it might get better as a premium skew, like maybe the SSD partition will get better, or they'll use a. Yeah. But, I don't know. I still think the the bottom end, Microsoft still needs to make the Xbox One as cheap as possible next to the PS4, yeah. given the market position. And you're not going to do that with an SSD partition. That's true. Uh, in there. Also, the scale of economy, right? So if they are just producing a ton of Xbox Ones with that 5400 RPM drive, they can buy a, a ton of them in bulk, right? And it keeps the cost low. I don't think they're ever going to sell enough of these to really warrant that. Yeah, that's a good point. Because like public facing, if you put that machine next to the one that Ryan just held up, like most people aren't going to know the difference. True. They're not going to recognize like what the improvements do in a significant enough capacity to be like, I've got to have that one. Well, it, and this machine's really for the people who really care about those seconds. Yeah, it's for big it's tech for, nerds like it's us. It's for enthusiasts, about people who are hardware enthusiasts, exactly. Totally. Whereas, you know, honestly, I'm actually super excited for all the different bundles that are coming out, just because it reminds me of the 360s, you know, best days, where <laughs> every holiday season, I'm like, damn, I can't afford to buy a bajillion consoles. Yeah, I need another Xbox, but I can't. Yeah, but it's Speaking to your point, exactly. It's like if you look at that really beautiful Halo 5 console, which I still want it's everybody. So good. It's so pretty. Um, versus getting, I don't know, three seconds quicker load yeah. times, I think I'll choose the pretty because I'm a shallow, shallow <laughs> person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I, the other thing to keep in mind, too, now, the this console ships on November 3rd. And uh, by that time, now it's not going to be out of the box because. These things are being like manufactured in China or wherever and boxed up and shipped over on boats now, basically. But by the time you were to purchase this on November 3rd mm-hmm. and bring it home, the new dashboard should be out. So even though out of the box it'll be the current dashboard? No, I don't know that's necessarily true because <clears throat> last I've been... Keeping, I've been keeping up with it, and the last I've seen, they haven't announced an actual date yet no. for the dashboard launch. They have just said November right. twenty fifteen. So this got to be on, before Tomb Raider. Um, so this is the third. So it could be right around then, but it could. You might not see it until you know the the 
Black Friday onslaught. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those things where like it's they're not going to do it before Halo because they don't want to muck with that launch. Like mm, that launch correct. is so important for them right. that anything they do that disrupts it, it'll be like, in preview before then. We'll yeah. we'll have yeah, seen it. We'll course. be playing yeah, with it. Yeah, because that's preview supposed to come out this month or yeah September. Soon. Yeah. September. Yeah. yeah. Um, but before Tomb Raider, it's like well that's the other big holiday game that's going to sell a lot. Let's get it out in time for like the new ones so that when people buy Tomb Raider and that's the game they get for Christmas for their new Xbox One, like this is the upgraded better UI that they have. Mm. Well, the most important thing you started to hit on it is when people open this on Christmas morning, they're going to... They're just going to have like, everything that's I mean, it won't, again, it won't be out of the box, but it'll sure. download and update the OS before the, the Christmas morning folks yeah, even open it. They'll never even right. see the old one. But where I was going with that is this... This, the new OS should be out right around the same time this console is, and uh, it the new OS is being... I got to look at it at E3 behind closed doors, and it's being designed... Mikey Barra, who listens to the show, who's a great guy at Microsoft, he was he gave me the demo, and he said, yeah, it's the whole point of it is just speed. Like, we want everything to be much quicker than it was on the, than it is on the current dashboard. So uh, it's quick on the current hard drives, it may really shine on this SSD partition. Yeah. I so mean, if using this part kind of technology, if you constantly are loading something very specific, like if you're constantly playing like Master Chief Collection, you're constantly pulling up Netflix, that should load quicker. Right. In, in well, theory. there's not a chance in hell Master Chief Collection fits on the SSD partition, considering it's like well, a elements, 70 gig game. Well, elements of it, right? So it's whatever you're using most frequently. But right. most likely it's going to be as you said, the operating system. Yeah. So just elements of that. But uh, yeah, I I would totally buy this one if you've if it's in your budget and you haven't picked up a console yet. I don't think I would upgrade to yeah. this. No, I it's not significant it. enough. And honestly, you can if you put your games and mm, like even your apps and stuff on an external drive, you can see some load time improvements just yeah. based yeah. on that because it's not having to. The theory is that because it's not running the operating system, it's a little less sluggish because of that. Even though it's going over, you know an external kind of connection. Yeah, USB 3.0. Yeah. Because in theory, internal connection, like the SATA connection, should be faster, but it actually worked out in our tests that you still saw some improvements over the 5400 drive. Right. And then the other part, too, the other thing they threw in, there's a Lunar White controller that's going to be a GameStop exclusive that's out at the same time. So pretty. It's really nice. It's just like a almost an Arctic white uh, with a like gold chrome D-pad, D-pad and so triggers. Pretty. I have not seen this. It looks really it's nice. I will look at it. I classy. will say this is a tiny nitpick, but I'm actually super bummed that the the face buttons are not colored. See, I oh, like they it. Did the black and white. I like yeah. it when it's yeah. like that. I don't know. I think it's because I super love that those like Skittles colored buttons from sure, the 360 yeah. controller. So when did where did the who did that first? Like, what controller had the black and white buttons? Well, there was there was uh, a there was an Xbox 360 controller. Yeah, remember? It, oh, it was when they it was the one with the the upgraded d-pad where you'd like oh, rotate it, like, it rotates yeah that was the and that one had just it was gray and all the buttons were just a monochrome yes, gray you're right that would have been a great trivia question sorry <laughs> listeners we beat you to it the name of the controller we can't think of the yeah. name. The, i don't I'm know i'm sure it, it was probably also called elite or something like they, they love that name they so do. much <laughs> so there that is uh that is another we're going to need to start keeping tabs on all these Xbox Ones. We know oh we've got God. a Forza one, we've got a Halo one. Someone build us a flowchart. There is still, I believe the yeah. the Gears Ultimate bundle is, should still be out there as yeah. well. 
which is just the plain, just the regular box, the plain a, one, but with uh, yeah, with a free copy of the game. There's a Madden one, isn't there? Madden bundle, correct? Yeah, yeah. There's I feel like plenty. I'm missing one. But I like. Remember back in the day when you used to get like two free games in a bundle? That was. I think that took a bit of time though, didn't it? Like it took a few years. Oh before yeah, it was no, like, it wasn't. You got pure and Lego Star Wars in a bundle, yeah. or you got like these two action games, or you got these two sports games. Yeah. Well, technically, they already did that last fall with the Assassin's Creed bundle. That's true. True. Technically. Fair point. They also didn't they do a thing? Maybe this was the same thing where you got like uh, you got an Assassin's game for sure, and then you got like a choice of three other games. I remember that. That might have been like a Microsoft Store thing yeah. where it's like, buy this and you'll, oh, you get yeah, to pick yeah, one yeah. of these three things. Yeah, that was last fall. But that was I think that's how they got, like, I think it was when Destiny came out, it was like the best way to get Destiny on Xbox One. Like, that's how they got the attention for that game on Xbox One, which was brilliant. In any case, I, yeah, I, think I love the fact that you can, there's lots of good deals to be had on Xbox One. You can basically choose which cool new free game you want. Awesome. Can't beat that. Halo 5, speaking of big games, that's out October 27th. It's coming up. Yeah. Uh, excited. Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot more excited this week than I was last week. <laughs> Why, Holy Mitch? Christ, that opening cinematic was cool. I opened that up. Do tell. And when I opened that up the morning it was released, I was like, oh, Halo opening cutscene, and everyone's showing, like, awesome pictures. Like, oh, here's Buck's face, and, like, it looks like Nathan Fillion, and weird on Candy Valley stuff, and everyone looks really <laughs> cool. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, looks like a mission briefing thing. But when they jump out of that ship, and they go down the mountain, and it basically is them surfing down an avalanche of a crashing ship, and it's one shot. Good lord. That is so good. Yeah. I just love watching them ground pound as, like, part of their yes. flow. Like, it well, was and that's why fantastic. that was so cool, is, like, you saw the in-game abilities the and stuff abilities. that you know you can do, which is, like, they, and it was, I love that it was one shot, and it was, like, following one guy, and, like, they jumped up into the ship and threw out a grunt, and it followed the grunt down, and then there was, like, Veil running down on the ground or whoever. Really, really cool cutscene, showing off like here's this cool new team they matter they're really good at what they do they are the new like they are as good as the spartan twos ever were or whoa are whoa they? whoa let's not or get let's not they? let's not get hasty here yeah. hold on a second <laughs> but yeah and that's of course the uh the big thing people are talking about with this and i guess i guess spoiler warning if you just don't want to ruin the opening yeah. cutscene of the game for yourself spoilers which I they snowboard on the corpses of elites but uh <laughs> Okay, are they gone? Is there are those people are gone? gone? Did they fast forward? Right, it's just us now. There is no blue team is not in the opening cutscene. Not surprising. They really want you to like Locke. Yeah, okay. uh, but I think I see what they're doing. Oh yeah, I, I'm on to their plan. Oh, do they're, tell. It's the it's the blue balls approach to <laughs> the Spartan blue ball character design. Spartan, 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 Spartan blue balls Spartan team. Blue you so blue so bad team. that you just have to. I got it. You know I what I'm it. talking about. Where you're just like hungry. It's just Master Chief. you're just it's withheld from you. <laughs> it is you want it, you can't get it. Uh, yeah, they're making us wait and wait and wait, yeah. and then probably even into the first couple missions of the game. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Oh, that at would least. Make me and then it's gonna be like he just shows up. Like blue, the Spartan twos will just be all like, "What's up? We're here. It's cool." I hope they do a good job of that. If that is what happens, because nothing was more aggravating than Assassin's Creed Three, oh my where it God. took six, six to eight freaking hours before, before you, you before you played as the dude on the box. <laughs> I know. What? A, oh my God! I still get like so legitimately angry at that game. 
<laughs> oh, nothing. I don't think any game is ever. So made yeah, there's a point where that oh. it goes past just your That's normal blue ball, yes. so just pain. Yeah. So, yeah, and then you just get angry. The point of no return. But that that seems to be the strategy is uh, is to just yeah we're we're gonna wait we're gonna like I think that they're it's they see, I think what Microsoft is doing it's it's either they see okay we're either gonna make make them like Locke and Fireteam Osiris or just get them so sort of desperate and aggravated that when she finally does show up, they're going to just freak out yeah. and be so happy. So either way, it's a win-win for Microsoft, provided <laughs> that they don't go over that line that, yes. that you're referring to, Elena. Yes. Don't do that. Please don't. <laughs> I don't want to be angry at this franchise. But actually, what I what I do think is going to happen, you know, it's September 1st, or that, that's when the trailer hit, was yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the game's out the end of October, I think with the actual marketing campaign of the game, I think come October 1st up to the release, it's going to be all chief all the time. That's when it's going to be like, no peace here. Here's your bro. Here's a bunny. And you're going to be like, yay, can't wait for Halo 5. I'm totally going to buy it. That's how I see the marketing campaign going. I will say, though, and I might be a very small like use case here kind of sort of thing, but... I got super excited just watching this, even though there's no Master Chief, yeah. just because yeah. I super like I came to ODST super late. Like I only finished that maybe couple, like a month or two ago. Oh, when did it came you play out. it on Master Chief mm-hmm. Collection? Nice. Like, I, I never played the like the original version. Oh, on I'm kind of jealous of you, actually. I know, but it was it's super pretty. It's super pretty. It's nice. Yeah. Um, but I love the vibe of that. Like I, actually, for me, that's like my soft spot. Like that's my favorite. Noir. Of yeah. Noir Halo. Um. So I got that vibe. Marty O'Donnell's second best score <laughs> after Halo 2. I got that vibe just watching the opening, even before, like, you know, you see Buck. And I'm like, cool, I can dig this. Like, if, if Master Chief is not around, I can dig it if, if yeah. it has that kind of same vibe where it's about the team and about their stories and yeah. that kind of stuff. They're also doing, like, the macho military bro stuff that, like, they're happy to be there. And, it, like, some of the dialogue in that trailer is really dumb, but whatever, it's Halo. I don't really care. But I still love Palmer, though. She's the best. Of course. Uh, it's also like, if you're coming into this, and granted, it does say Halo 5 in the title. If you're not like intimately familiar with this franchise, this game is going to be overwhelming. You need to remember so many names. It's like, okay, there's uh, John, Linda, Fred, Locke, Tanaka, Vale. Like, okay, slow down. Who? Who? Who's Halsey? Where's yeah. uh, Julem Dama? What is, how do I spell that? There's so many names to keep track of. I will say, though, that I'm not super into the franchise, like, in terms of, like, lore and sure. reading all, like, the, all the transmedia. The extended stuff. universe yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, the transmedia stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so we were talking right before the show, and I had to get you to fill me in on some of those details. But even that, I still freaking loved playing Master Chief Collection, uh, Halo 4. I just, the gameplay is good. And as long as you know, understand the general premise, which is shoot those guys, don't shoot those guys. Yeah. Um, that person's important. It's all right. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, it's all good. So uh, we're getting close with Halo 5. I remain crazy excited for this game. Me too. Uh, I mean, again, I've always loved and defended Halo 4. I think that's. I think it was a great campaign. Me too. And I, but I just think I think this one's going to be better. I think they're, this is their second go around as a team. They've learned a lot uh, together. They learned a lot from the community, and just yeah, I've always wanted blue t- to to play with other Spartan twos in a campaign setting. And what better what better Spartan twos than the ones that I came to know in the in the first few Halo books that are awesome. So yay. 
What else is yay, Mitch? Game what you want that's high on your yay? list. Star Wars Battlefronts. Probably legitimately my most anticipated game of the year. Uh, the beta, it's understandable. The beta begins. Yeah, it's, and it's on, on every platform. Every platform. No, thankfully, no like console exclusive or anything going on with it, which you'd sadly expect with these things now. Yeah, well, especially given that like there's so much PlayStation <laughs> marketing behind Battlefront. Um, I think I know why there's no exclusivity. Yeah. I, because I think they Disney. Le- no, I they think they care. legitimately. I think they want to break the game with this test. Could be because it, if they have a disastrous launch, oh my God, yeah. the whole game's online. You know, mm, it, it would be point. like, you like remember how Destiny's launch was really great? Like they had like a couple of initial super brief hiccups, but then but Destiny went worked great and always has worked great. This is, I think, in a similar boat in the sense of, I mean, it's it's built differently from an online infrastructure perspective, but. If these guys have, if Battlefront has, you know, Master Chief Collection-esque trouble, the the game's doomed. It's over. Because that's the whole thing. So I actually think they're putting, I'm sure Sony wanted exclusivity on a beta, but my guess is that DICE and EA said, no, we need need this beta to break the game so that we're ready for for day one it's also like star wars is universal and to lock it to a platform doesn't make any sense like you want this to be the biggest selling game of the year if you're ea like this is something you don't mess with you you get it in as many hands as possible you get as many people playing it and realizing like oh yeah it does look that good it is everything i wanted it to be hopefully uh and that's just that's just in their interest to make it public the beta is going to feature the 40-player Walker Assault on Hoth uh, multiplayer map, which that's the one we played at yeah. E3. Yeah, a lot of this is the E3 stuff that we played. And you get to... Which is fine, because it was great. Yeah, it was super fun, and you get to play. That's You can, you can get... You can be Luke or Vader uh, if you find the right little power-up icon, icon on the map, thing. which I did not. I didn't either. Uh, granted, I only played literally one round. But. Lucky Zach Ryan did. You can go read Zach Ryan's preview That's about true. what it was like to wreck everything as that the is Skywalker. True. You'll get the uh, the beta will also have the co-op survival mission on Tatooine and the newly revealed drop zone mode, of which there are no details as to what exactly that is. But that's a pretty nice beta. We don't know how to get in, but again, I don't think I think it's going to be free for all. I think it'll just basically be a demo, just yeah. not called a demo. Yeah, register, download. And it also doesn't say how long it's going to last. I would suspect a weekend. You know, just you think a, that's short? Yeah. Wow, I figured it'd be like a week or so. You think so? I think that's too much because, and then you risk people not buying the game. That's true. Well, it's only still a limited slice. Yeah, like it is two levels. And they, on top of that, they said that nothing's transferring over. That's so, also true. So there's Good no point. like real incentive for people to you know play that and then you never know, go back. Never yeah. go back. Fair point. I guess we'll see. But, uh, yeah, so that's, let's see here. What was the other note on this? Oh, yeah, just that the other, sh- so we've already had Rainbow Six delayed to December. Uh, and it's it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing there are no other, like the other shooters are all hitting either before or after this. Yeah. Because if I were one of the big shooters hitting, even at the time the beta hits, I would be very concerned. If I was Halo, I'd be a little bit spooked. Halo's the end of the month, and they said this yeah, is early they, October. Yeah, yeah. If like, but if I was Halo, I'd be like, oh, man, they're like biting off a chunk of our food right now. You if think they were so? earlier in the month. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, Star Wars is Star Wars. And Halo is great. Well, and I'm Halo not is huge. that. But, man, 
I would be scared if I was Halo. Well, I just don't the think month. they're gonna. I I don't think they're overlapping at all. No, they're so far apart. It's right. nice. It's like the cadence is Battlefront beta, big gap Halo, big gap Battlefront. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, Call of Duty it will be after, and the Destiny Taken King is before. Jeez. Yeah, so it's a great holiday season. Shooter task. That's never minding like. Tomb Raider and Fallout and honestly like the Uncharted Collection right. is another HD well, re-release well, I was just I talking like about games. Like, just purely in yeah, the same yeah. genre just yeah. in the shooter space alright Deus Ex Mankind Divided Mitch I know you're psyched for this yeah. as am I because Deus Ex is fantastic and somehow this is a, such a beautiful rare case of a new developer getting it right when bringing back an old revered thing and here they I are I agree Human Revolution was really good. Mankind Divided uh, has been given a date February 23rd. <sighs> Same day as Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Stop you releasing guys. games in February. Just stop. Get them out of there. It's too busy already. February is November 2.0. It is. You've got Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, and Mirror's Edge Catalyst on the same day, which is a total Sophie's choice well, for me. Mirror's Edge. No, I'm playing Mirror's Edge. Of course. First. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that wasn't a difficult choice. <laughs> no, it was, it was a brief dilemma. It's just like, well, you're dead. Sorry, you're off the boat. <laughs> Not dead. Just we'll rescue you later. Yeah, we'll come back we'll for you. We'll come back Here's for you. Here's a life vest. <laughs> yeah. Stay here for a bit. And we'll some be back. water. <laughs> Uh, but also, I'm not an Xbox game, but uh, XCOM 2 is out, Has been, was delayed to February as well. So oh, that's yeah. like three super high-profile revivals of beautiful things that people loved that are coming back. Uh, yeah. Mirror's Edge, of course, from 2008. XCOM 2 being a sequel to a great revival, similar to Mankind Divided, a sequel to a great revival. But uh, yeah, dude, man. February. You go, February. There's too much good stuff. <laughs> Spring 2016 is so busy. It's so not... Well, great. and then, like, March is Uncharted on PS4. I think and, there's, uh, like, some Witcher... One of the expansions for The Witcher comes out in that oh, time frame. Dude. <laughs> Pretty soon, it's just going to be all year round, guys. I know. I know well, like, the summer is the last bastion of... Because even this year, there are three significant games releasing in December, which we've talked about how... Is that a bad idea? Probably, but maybe... We are getting to the saturation point where it's not a bad idea anymore, and there's just nowhere else to go, and people will yeah. buy. Because the problem is that if you are trying to go against something like Battlefront, you're just host, so you yeah. have to pick some t- other time. Yeah, you might as well just take that gun and aim it right at your foot, because that's where you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna pull that trigger and shoot yourself <laughs> in the foot. But uh, here's the other thing with Deus Ex: We've got a release date, we got a pre-order campaign, which that's this one's gonna rankle some folks, I think. Yeah, this is like kind of Square Enix is a monster and it must be stopped <laughs> level of gross. It's called Augment Your Pre-Order, uh, as well as, of course, a collector's edition with a 12-inch Adam Jensen statue. But the, the publisher is letting people pick what pre-order bonuses they receive among a handful of different options with different tiers opening up when higher overall pre-order numbers are hit. For example, the first tier offers three in-game packs, such as a classic pack or enforcer pack to choose from. Here we go. And if enough people pre-purchase Deus Ex Mankind Divided, Square Enix is promising to release the game four days early. If you can do it, just do it. Yeah. Why are we waiting till just... So it comes out on Friday then, not Tuesday? Is that... (sighs) I guess. I don't know. This is so gross. Like, I understand why they're doing it, and it's it's cool to see them, like, trying to motivate people who are already interested in it 
to get more, but it's also like super devious. It's super getting like it's exploitative. It's trying to get people who wouldn't necessarily get it like interested yeah, because exactly. like, oh, I can get it early or I get free stuff. Like no, you are being scammed. Well, I guarantee you that the game. So I just said the release date's February twenty third. It's February nineteenth, okay, which is a Friday now because. There's no yes. way they're, they're going to get to February and be like, sorry, you guys didn't pre-order enough copies, yeah. so you have to wait till Tuesday. We're taking no, our ball it's and going be home. A, no, it's, it's completely artificial. I guarantee you right. this is an artificial construct. Yes. It'll be, fans came out in droves exactly. to support the new Deus Ex Mankind Divided. It'll be out on Friday. Yeah, Enjoy, you guys. Nobody wants Thanks to, for supporting us. Nobody's going to do this and then say, like, Ma, you didn't do it. Sorry. Yeah. Like, no, that makes you look bad. It makes you look disrespectful to your fans. It's like, you you didn't live up to this promise. This just, game's coming out on the Friday before. I'm just still worried in general with this kind of promise because things happen. Games hit you know, bugs insert, you know, like things. And so can you imagine like a day one patch? <laughs> yeah. Like that, that day one patch is going to be like, whoo, if things don't go well. And then, then you just piss everybody off. And I'm not trying to jinx it. I'm just worried. That's the kind of promise. No, you're where, right. Like where if, you're like, whoo, you're putting yourself out there, man. If, if this, if something goes wrong in certification and they need a, you're right, if they need a day one patch and then they got to like, oh, wait. We don't have those four days to get the mm-hmm. to finish the patch yeah. off. Whoops. Yeah, like I said, I'm not trying to jinx it, but man, that's one of those things. Like, man, you always you want to like underpromise, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Duke, what are you doing? We're here. We have to go to class. I'm lining up for De- Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. <laughs> Dude, it's not coming out till Tuesday. That whole thing was a big lie. <laughs> I'm just going to wait it out. I believed in them. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. I pre-ordered the collector's edition. <laughs> I need that statue for my dorm room. <laughs> it will help me attract many new friends. We're going to use it to hold our joints. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, finally, Mitch Dyer, this is a video game that we're all fond of. Yeah. It got It got the stank on it, and it never it got the stank off. Yeah, it also probably never got the sales on, which is Ooh. why Evolve is free this weekend for you to check out on Xbox One. Is it also on a 360? No, it never went to 360. No, just current so it's free, free on Xbox One this weekend, so you can go in, check it out, play it, see if it's your thing, and then purchase it if it is. Um, I'd be very curious to see what the player base is like now, what it will be yeah. like during the weekend, and what changes. Yeah. Uh, they did, remember this? They did this, Microsoft did this with Sunset Overdrive mm. last fall. They mm-hmm. did a free full access weekend. That's right. <laughs> which I thought it. was super smart at the time. And I think yeah. this is super smart. I mean, you're not losing any money by putting the game up for free for a weekend. You only potentially gain some sales. You gain yeah. some new players. Well, it's also like if people if the sales are going to happen, they're probably going to happen at retail, which they're not because the game's been out for like eight months. People aren't probably lining up to buy that game at retail. So this is a good way to kind of reinvigorate Evolve, um, a game that probably needs that reinvigoration. And it's it's been out enough. There have been enough patches and content updates now where even if maybe you did try it out in like say the beta but then didn't buy it it's you might be like oh let me give this another look now yeah. that it's sort of done and polished and the smart thing to do i think it would be really good if like 
if they could figure out a way to be like, all right, you played it to the weekend, it was free, and then you bought it before a certain time, you get X amount of DLC for free. Because the Evolved DLC nice. is really, really gross. It's really expensive. It's needlessly so Oh, you expensive. mean the $15 monster? Yeah, and then they just keep, I think they're, they're new But then the free are, everything else. Yeah. Well, sort of. The well, there free... are packs of like hunters as well, right, that cost? I think yes. Like I can't but, remember the rollout. Plan well, no. For the, that. The, but the the nice thing is they don't split the player base. Is even if you don't have it, you can still play against it. Oh, like that's in cool. the like the another if another dude has it, another player has it, you can fight against whatever they yeah. content they have. You just can't use it yourself. Which that that part's at least so nice. So if you don't have the, the rock, mod, the rock. I, I want to call it tiny because it looks exactly like tiny from Dota Two, but the rock monster, <laughs> the thing. Yes. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> Probably some dumb name like the Behemoth. The, the no, yeah, that's Behemoth. Yes, <laughs> I knew it. I, I, just, <laughs> I just said it a second ago. Oh, okay, it, it subconsciously yeah. seeped into your head when you weren't listening to yeah. me, but you were. I, just, I also remember like the contest they had to name that thing was like, <laughs> we want to name it. Here are four synonyms for the word big. Please pick one, and that will be the name of the rock man. <laughs> it's Big McLarge, huge man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. McLarge. Mitch Dyer, what can we spend our hard-earned money on this week? It's happening! Fall is here. Early. It's true. It's only September, and we have so many video games. Yeah. (laughs) Good. Good. Uh, Mad Max is out. Mm -hmm. Uh, We liked it a lot more than everyone else. Brandon Terrell's review, very, very positive. Uh, His review got me a lot more excited for this game than it did when I saw it at E3, Yeah. then when I heard about it after E3, but sounds like Avalanche made a lot of big changes. The game looks really good right now. Uh, I'm very interested to check it out. I How really lo- like the car combat stuff yeah. myself. Uh, it's going to be a long time before I get to Mad Max, though, because I'm currently w- obsessed with Metal Gear Solid Five. Phantom Pain is out this week. The game is really good. I have a wolf puppy. I go back to my base, and everyone talks about how cute the wolf puppy is. The game's a good wolf puppy game. It's also got some <laughs> other stuff in it. Uh, so that's out this week. Big open world Kojima game. Dishonored Definitive Edition is out. Uh, how did that fare review-wise? Do people like the re-release? I don't I see why they wouldn't. I, they completely, I guess to their credit, I would Bethesda's credit, I would say, they didn't market the crap out of this. Okay. They just sort of, they put it out with no fanfare and said, here it is, it's yeah. ported up to the new consoles with all the old DLC. Okay, yeah, I don't know why this wouldn't be great. I just, I don't know, I wondered if people were like, oh, it doesn't hold up or something crazy. Uh so, Disney Infinity 3.0 is also out. That's a game that I Don't will... sleep on that game. Uh, it seems really cool. Also, the toys are incredible. They're yeah. really nice. I'd never looked at them up close yeah, until fantastic. I actually went to an event at a pre-E3 event yeah. for this. And it's like, wow, these, like, final character thi- they're the, ca- the toys are really nice. Yeah, and Super they're getting more toys. intricate. Like, the, when they first started doing Disney Infinity stuff, the toys were cool, but not super detailed. Now they're, like... Like, the Hulkbuster Iron Man is so cool. It's got so many pieces. It's, like, way bigger than the rest. It's bigger than the Hulk. Nice. Uh, All the Star Wars Rebels characters have, like, tons of pieces of, like, different armors and stuff that they wear. Really high detailed. Uh, The combat in that game seems really cool. The vehicle stuff seems really cool. Can't wait to play that. Um, Metal Gear 5, a 10 on IGN, by the way. Yeah. A rare 10, which does not mean perfect. It means masterpiece. It literally says right underneath. How can it be perfect if the story is not so good? There's no such thing as a perfect game. Portal. Name a flaw. Name one. Uh, nothing digital this week, which is interesting. Yeah, I think Given that summer that, spotlight's over. Uh, summer spotlight where every Wednesday had 30 releases. Makes sense now that there's all these yeah. AAA mega games out every day for the next three months. Yeah. Also, the Forza 6 demo is out this week. 
correct me if I'm wrong. I think other I think Forza games because Horizon Two did this last year. Horizon Two and Forza Motorsport Six I think are the only the only AAA games this generation to get pre-release demos. Remember that used to be super a totally common thing. Uh, but yeah. and, then, and it, it ended. Did Sunset Overdrive have a demo, or just that free weekend thing? I believe it was just the free weekend thing, in sort I of in lieu of a demo. Where something last year had a demo, but I'm talking pre-release. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had there have been quote unquote betas, betas yeah. that that are, but I'm talking a just playable demo, <laughs> download it, enjoy it. It's not like oh, the servers are. It's just a beta. The servers yeah, are yeah, going offline. Go uh, yeah, I don't, this is the only time, other than Horizon Two. That I can recall this happening. Yeah. So that tells me that Microsoft not only, uh, of course, wa- wants to get this game some some uh, in front of people because the Forza's problem, as I've written about on IGN, is that it's sort of almost – it has no problems. It's just like, well, yep, another yep, year, another sure really good, good Forza, Forza game. game. And so you don't even think about it. It's, it's almost a victim of its own success. Yeah, yeah. And so it's good on them to get this in front of people. But it also tells me they are super confident. By putting a demo out two weeks before, they're saying, yep, here's our game. Try it out. We're super proud of it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did, actually. I, I got to play uh, the first few hours of it. They just they gave me the – or well, I went to an event where they had the, the final build. It's really good. Wrote a big preview with a ton of video on IGN. Like, nice. Like the first 18 minutes of just when you start the career mode – Got some uh, nighttime racing, Ooh, uh, video weather stuff, wet weather yes. stuff. So check all that out on cool. IGN. The Dear God is free on Xbox One this month until the 16th. Is, is the Dear God all month and Tomb Raider starts? Correct. Okay, so Dear God is free all month. And then as of September 16th until October 15th, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition is free on Xbox One. So if you missed it, absolutely play Tomb Raider. It's really good. So good. Xbox 360 has Battle Except stations. the story gets dumb yeah, at the so end. it's so dumb. <laughs> Just don't don't worry about any of those people in that game that are not named Lara Croft. Xbox 360 has Battlestorm Pacific from September 1 till September 15th, at which point we switch over to get Crisis 3 for free. All of that requires you to have a uh, gold subscription. Keep in mind. True. You a Crisis guy? Not really. I liked Crisis 1. I thought Crisis 2 was okay. Did not like Crisis 3 at all. Yeah. Uh, Crisis, to me, always felt like... EA was trying to sort of brute force it into becoming a franchise. Yeah. I was just like, no, it's just not there. Yeah. It also, like, it pioneered so much cool stuff. And at the time of Crisis, like, it was the game, right? Like, can you run Crisis is one of those things. By the way, I'm waiting for the minute where uh, our phones can run Crisis. Oh, that's, it's coming. Like, that's going to be the moment, right? That's like, oh, (laughs) okay. It's coming sooner than you think. I agree. If NVIDIA has has their way. Yeah. At least for Android. So that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, Crisis 3 by then, it was just like, this alien cybersuit garbage is boring. I just don't care. You got a bow? Great. It's the worst bow in video games. Crisis 2 on 360 hit right when there was that. You guys remember the very, very brief fad with 3D? Yes. Stereoscopic yeah, uh, 3D. There was, a, there was a season with where Crisis 2 came out. Mm-hmm. It actually looked really nice in 3D with the 3D glasses. Uh, Batman Arkham City. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 3D. I that, like Mortal Kombat. I actually played, I played all of Arkham City in 3D. Really? Yeah, it was good, too. Yeah, because wow. you, you have a 3D TV. I do, right? yeah, yeah, which I, I, haven't, I haven't used the 3D on it since then. Gears 3, I think, right? I don't believe Gears 3 was in 3D. I 
I don't think so. I don't remember. But um, hmm. Assassin, what, the, whatever the Assassin's Creed that year had a had a hacked in th- a stereoscopic 3D. Oh, that's and right. And then I remember about this that. one, Mitch. Remember uh, Top Spin Four had a really bad. Oh yeah, I remember that. Remember I that? did not I know do. they were still making. Top I spin remember games. testing it out, being like, "This well, is the tennis game terrible." Yes, I was. I like, don't know. The, I thought Top Spin the was game gold. is awesome. Yeah, the game yeah, was yeah. great, but the 3D was awful. Like it was clear a programmer had just been told. Uh, you have you have like two days. Yeah, put this in. They like, killed themselves to make this thing that just wasn't great. I guess. Yep, Gears Three had 3D. Wow. I did. Who knew? I remember. I remember knew. testing it for yeah. uh, 3D feature. TVs. Yeah. yeah. So what feature. was what year was that? 2011. That's yep. right. And that was yeah. All the all those things we just said were 2011. Those uh, and then and then as soon as that holiday was over, that was we never saw 3D pop up in video games again, and it hasn't since. It's gone. I think that's also largely has to do with the fact that 3D TVs just never really took off the way to that point. I think the industry yeah. was hoping. Yeah. So, and, and it was everybody probably, was doing it, and that's why VR for me is a big concern because everyone's like, "No, 3D is here to stay. We're all gonna do it." And I'm like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> I think VR is a little different though, just because of yeah, just the hardware and yeah. the people who are interested in it are different than people who would go out and say, "Do I buy the 3D TV or do I not buy the 3D TV?" All right. Let's come right back, and we will give away the contents of this box. It's an Xbox. Oh, man. Be right back. Unlock block. Can you take on the challenge? All right. Unlock block trivia time. Literally heavy. This is at stake. Heavy, heavy prize. It's not a plain Xbox. There is a custom Gears of War painted Xbox in here. If you are curious what it looks like, uh, odds are you didn't win, FYI. I hate to break it to you, but only one person won. But if you want to see what this bad boy looks like, again, I'm not going to open it because it's a real pain in the butt to yeah. get back in nicely, and I want the winner to, to have a nice uh, thing. We did open it already to do an unboxing video where we do show this to you. So look that up on IGN if you just look up. Nice. Uh, I don't know. IGN Xbox unboxing. <laughs> or maybe like, yeah, win cu- IGN win custom Xbox One or something like that. It is a Gears of War console. It's white. It's got a sweet Marcus Phoenix sort of stencil thing nice. on the top matching nice. I've not seen this, so I'm going to go look up this video. Yeah, you should. And our winner, I did this completely randomly while also verifying that it would be a good... I started random. And then drilled down to the good stuff. And then was like, okay, is the random choice a half-decent question. Unfortunately, the first one I landed on was. Nice. So, our winner is a resident of a town called Rolla, Missouri. I just want him to freak out a little bit, thinking it's him. I don't know if we've got multiple. <laughs> the other listener from Rolla is like, <gasps> I did it! <laughs> Jonathan Black, congratulations. Congrats, man. You've won yourself cool. a custom Xbox One. I hope you don't already have an Xbox. Yeah, that's one. the ideal. Like the ideal that's, winner is like a listener who's like, ah, oh, just I'll, I'll wait till it's like cheap. No, here we're gonna we're gonna give you an Xbox. All I want to say, Jonathan, I don't want to see this on eBay in a week. <laughs> we will be looking. I mean, it's yours to do what you want with. Put it to good use. I hope uh, do whatever you want with it, but enjoy one way or the other. His question is a good one, Jonathan Black, our Xbox One winner. The good news, by the way, if you didn't win, because we, Mitch, we got seriously probably close to a thousand entries. I would yeah, say. Yeah, it was my inbox was blown up more. Like every time I refresh my email, it's like, oh, important work. 
boom, 30 emails about yeah. trivia. So I'm like, oh, I'm glad I have filter a filter for this. Yeah. I do. I auto-read it and throw it to a folder so that but I can the, just go to that folder. The good news is everyone that entered that didn't win is eligible for... Now I have a million good questions to That's choose true. from for future weeks. So if you're not already a listener, keep listening. You might win uh, because I'll, uh, normally we have like a download code for maybe an, an add-on or maybe a full game. Uh, like right now I've got an Assassin's Creed Black Flag code. For oh, yeah, probably from everyone next who got week. it from bundles. Yeah, so there are good prizes, and you're all entered. You're all automatically entered now. So um, don't give up hope that you, you, don't, you won't win a console, but there's still hope that you'll win something good. Jonathan's question is this. Summer of Arcade, we miss it. It debuted in 2008. The games featured that year were Bionic Commando Rearmed, Braid, Castle Crashers, Geometry Wars, Retro Evolved 2, and what? Elena, I'm going to go to you first as our guest. Are we actually listing the choices so people know what we're choosing from? Sure. Kingdom for Keflings, Aces of the Galaxy, Galaga Legions, or Age of Booty. Which of those uh, joined the first ones I read as that initial crop of Summer of Arcade titles? I will admit, I narrowed this to two but couldn't remember which one it specifically was. So Jonathan actually stumped me on this one. Nice. Bonus yeah. points. I, uh, you win another Xbox <laughs> console. <laughs> Mitch in the lead with 14 points for the year in the quest for the Dookie Trophy here in the middle of the table. It will be mine. Destin, who uh, is too busy watching Destiny live streams to do the show. Second place with 12. Marty with 11. So, Mitch, you've got a chance to open up a nice yeah. lead. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Elena, what say you? I'm, I'm blanking so hard right now. All right. Fair enough. You've got, a tw- you've got a one in four chance. I'm just going to stab a finger at this and go with C, Galaga Legions. Mitchell? Uh, so I don't remember when any of these came out, except I'm pretty sure I know when Kingdom for Keflings came out because I reviewed it back when I like first started freelancing for bigger websites, and I reviewed it for a competitor, and you can go read that review now. Uh, <laughs> I tried to give it a, like, a really high score, and they were like, no, you can't give it that high of a score. And I was like, no, this game's amazing. We should give it a higher score. Whatever. Cannon for Keflings was awesome. I love that game. I think, I think, I think, I think it ended that summer of arcade, but I could be mistaken. But I'm going to say Cannon for Keflings. All right. Well, you know, they say when you're taking a test, when in doubt, just guess C. <sighs> Elena is correct. Yes. It's Galaga Legion. I Sorry, Mitch. I really have a point, guys. They're on the board. I'm going to add you on here. It's a cheap one, but... Yeah. It counts. It counts just the same. You should play Kingdom for Keflings. That game is still really good. It is. The game is awesome. One of those early Xbox Live Arcade games. It's It, it appeals to me as someone who's like still obsessed with ActRaiser. There really hasn't been a, a good like world-building God Sim game on console That was Ninja Bee, right? Yeah. Those guys were... Ace. I don't know what they're up to now. Probably mobile stuff. Probably. Because um, they, they made, um, what was the live arcade launch game that they make? It was like a space-based thing. Oh, um, Outpost Coloki X. That's it. Thank you. Why do I know that? It was good. Because <laughs> you're Mitch Dyer. Yeah. Did they also do Clone and Clyde? I believe so. And then they did that. No, wait. Yes. Uh, it was Clay that did the weird marshmallow thing. It was? Different game. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Black has won an Xbox One, a custom Xbox One, with the Connect. By the way, there is a Connect in here, which is super useful for navigating the UI. Uh huh. 
It is. It is. Don't I knock st- it. I Absolutely. use it constantly. I always tell my Xbox, go to Amazon Instant Video. And yeah. I have noticed, by the way, uh, so my game space, my the room I play in is super tiny. And uh, you've seen it, Elena. You, Mitch, I don't think you have. Maybe you have. But anyway, uh, I when I had my old computer, because I have a, my computers in there too. It's like computer, one wall, couch, TV. My old computer sounded like a just a jet engine when it was just turned on. The fans were super loud. And that apparently was enough ambient noise where uh, trying to, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to piss people off, but trying to power up my Xbox yeah. with my voice never worked. Yeah, it sucks. I could, I Never worked. But ever since I built, got my new computer built a mm-hmm. couple months ago with Dan Stapleton, which is super quiet, there's it, it apparently brought the the noise ambient noise level in the room down enough it works all the time now i'm, I'm so happy yeah. i'm actually super curious did you actually calibrate your connect with your computer on or off oh no i've believe me i went through it a million times oh wow yeah How it funny. just never worked in that space in that circumstance but now it does yeah. so i'm happy yay yeah my connect success rate has it's still not perfect it still misses like even even now with the new computer i'll just be on the couch and i'll try to pause stuff or and might have to say it a couple times, some sometimes. But the success rate's pretty good overall. Yeah. It's a, it's good enough that I use it a lot. Anyway, congratulations again, Jonathan Black. All of you that entered again have are eligible for prizes in future weeks. Please keep listening to the show if you haven't already, and uh, we'll play again next week. Let's plug some stuff. Elena Yee, what are you up to? What can we where can we uh, keep an eye on on your work? Well, as everybody knows from the beginning of the show, we've got some tech stuff next week that will have to do with Apple, very presumably mm-hmm. iPhone mm-hmm. 6S, um, iOS 9 updates. Real quick, what do you think is what do you think the, we're going to get out of the 6S? The usual just like better cameras, yeah, processor so, revision yeah. and that's it. So, it's it's kind of, you know, that two-year cycle where one year is the, the, the gigantic jump and the next year is more of like the incremental like improvement. So this year it's more of camera improvement. Um, rumor is that you might see the Force Touch, um, which is the pressure sensitive. Like Star Wars? <laughs> might also get a new name. That's also the rumor. But the Force Touch kind of stuff. Um, outside of that, nothing really confirmed. Um, maybe 4K recording like as mm, part of that camera update. That'd be update. great. Yeah. Jeez. That, that, that would be an evil ploy to just get their iCloud subscription. <laughs> yeah. right? Like, oh, your, your cloud's full. Like, oh, come right. on. All I did yeah. was take one baby picture photo yeah. video right. thing. And then um, this week, I'm actually trying to put up uh, best uh, headsets for Xbox One. So if you guys oh, are... yes. Yeah, if you guys have been looking for, you know, purchase recommendations yeah, for playing and not wanting to disturb the rest of your house, I'll we had up. You and I went through uh, you know, the... Astros for Xbox One, mm-hmm. good old Astro let us down. For the A40s, yeah. yeah. It was disappointing. I still maintain that Astro headsets are the worst. <laughs> I do not like them. You know, it's really interesting because one of the things that, you know, as course, over the course of reviewing headsets, you know, not even just here, but, you know, previous gigs, that it really depends what you like, right? So yeah. Astros are, are very warm. So if you don't like that and you like your sound, see, that's exactly why, right? Yep. Because if you like your sound to be a little bit more, like, perfectly balanced mm-hmm. i can see why you would absolutely not like the astros yeah, i don't like the sound it provides i don't like their fit mm-hmm. 
I love the fit. Purely personal. The fit is actually weirdly good for me because every I am like the you, Goldilocks. Yeah. I am the Goldilocks of headset. Whenever reviewers. I reviewed a headset, I had to come to you like put this on. Is this weird? Is it good? What do you feel? I, like, I, I, have I a don't tiny know. Head, so <laughs> it's, I always get like this pinch right here, like yeah. right by my Under ears jet, like, on yeah. the jaw, and I'll just get headaches wow. like after like one or two hours of play, and it drives me nuts. So when I find a headset that actually is comfortable, I'm like, yes. I'm telling you that HyperX Cloud is legit. Hmm. It's not specifically designed for Xbox yeah. One. Although no. you could use it with a, an adapter. It does work with the adapter. Noise. Mm. Twitter? Where are we at there? I am at Morphing Ball. You can find me and all my cat gifs there. <laughs> nice. The ball that morphs. Mm. Mitch Dyer. I'm at Mitch D on Twitter. You can catch up on all the stuff that we worked on at PAX on IGN.com slash PAX, P-A-X. Uh, go check out all that. Lots of stuff. I wrote a preview for Hard West on PC, some Vive stuff. Um... Yeah, that's it for now. The usual new stuff. Groovy. Uh, IGN Prime is a thing that we would love it if you would subscribe to. We get $30, and you get a year of ad-free browsing and video viewing on IGN. Uh, so it's definitely wor- they They hooked all of us up with it. It's super useful. And it'll help keep the lights on here. So if you're not already a subscriber, please consider doing so at IGN.com slash Prime. You can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, but I've been, I've been tweeting about, I just played Mitch, uh, I just finished to Lara Croft Go, and it's oh, nice. awesome. It's so good. It's it's. I think I still like Hitman Go just like a little bit more. I just okay. love the mechanics of Hitman Go so much. But There's more of them, I think is probably why. Like, yeah. Lara Croft is a much simpler game. It does, but it's more with less. It's probably, it's definitely a more elegantly designed game yes. than Hitman Go is, whereas Hitman's very, very just mechanical. Yeah. But man, had a great time with Love Lara that Croft game. Go. Already want more levels. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to spoil it, but that one whole section... Yep. You know what I, you yep. already know what I'm talking about. There are two it's whole like, sections how of the game good like, is that? how is this happening? This it's is so, so good. good. So... And what's even cooler is I've been playing it with my four-year-old, uh, just in the sense of I play because they're puzzled. But I I ask her like, can you find the treasure? Because uh, you know, yeah. it's like nice. sometimes it's super obvious the little pots of treasure, but sometimes it's like hidden way. And there have been a couple where she's she's like, I'm like I didn't even see that. There are so many of them where I was like, awesome. I know there's one in this world. It's somewhere here. Yeah. The thing it shows well, me it's here. It's here. And I just like start tapping with all my fingers all over the screen. I'm like, I guess I'm gonna hit it somewhere. <laughs> I've been going back now that I've finished the game, and I'm trying to just hundred percent it to get all the why. Yeah. I don't even know. I why. did that too. I uh, I I've, I've finished that game three times, and I've got every treasure. I got every trinket. I have all the outfits. Uh, I wish more developers could do mobile the way Square Enix Montreal Me does mobile, too. which is super smart and super engaging. Yeah. I, t- I, uh, I met the head of that studio at PAX because they were all there because they like co-sponsored the, the Did party. Did you tell them that they're awesome? I did. Uh, and I met uh, Patrick, the head of that studio, and he's like, yeah, like we were sort of spun off in Square Enix Montreal to become Square Enix Montreal specifically for mobile. And he's like, I'll never go back. Like, this is it. Like, making small games with a lean team that are awesome is perfect for us sweet like they are uh, did you ask him that. if we could please have some more free hitman boards even though they've given yeah. us like four more free boards i told him give me more give me more tombs or anyway most of you get unlocked on itunes just search unlocked it'll pop right up there subscribe and then it'll be fed to you automatically each and every week uh what else our scale bound ign first xbox fans is done 
Our last yeah. thing posted on Monday, and it was the AMA. Uh, sort right? of, yeah. At, yeah. Uh, Hideki Kamiya, the uh, the creator, answered a whole ton of your questions. No, like earth shattering revelations, but a lot sure. of just good insight and good information. Yeah, in there. it's one of those things. Like if you've been following all month and you got like all the revelations throughout the month, it's like okay, I have a really good understanding of this game. But what about this one thing? Yeah, and they go into that kind of yeah. like really hardcore stuff. So take a look at that. And if you missed anything, there's either the hub page or. A cool way to do is just if you go to youtube.com slash IGN, you scroll down, you'll see there's an IGN first playlist with just all of the just hit go. videos. We, we got like hours them. and hours of videos yeah. there. <laughs> Good stuff there. And our next IGN first for September, because of the holiday on Monday, we'll kick off on Tuesday, Tuesday the okay. 8th. 8th. So next Tuesday, we'll get that rolling for you. And I think that's it for Elena Yee. Thanks for stopping by as always. Yeah. Mitch Dyer. Of course. You rock. My name's Ryan McCaffrey. This was Podcast Unlocked, episode 210 for uh, God, September. Here we go. The big push. <laughs> it has begun. We'll see everybody next week. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.